It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. All righty. It is uh, 10.20 p.m. on another Thursday night, me and Rosetta. This would normally have been our last session, but we had some breakdowns in other sessions, so I'm going to call this uh, 8A. <laughs> and uh, we got at least one more after this, depending on how fast we can get through this one. But uh, we were clearing, and... Um, let me see. Oh, today's date. Today's date is uh, September 4th, uh, 15th, September 15th, and um, yeah, 20, 10, 20 p.m., and uh, uh, this is what we're doing here now. So uh, I was talking about how difficult it is to see how men really are. And, um, you know, the challenge for men, for women, for men is that we don't have access to we're not we're not trained or allowed to learn how to deal with our emotions and then we're also told we're not allowed to and then because we're not allowed to we never really get a chance to feel it so we don't have the language for emotions and we don't have permission to be emotional other than funny um angry or poker face so men, so most men are trained to have a poker face, which is what drives women crazy. I can't figure this guy out. I don't know how he's feeling. If I don't know how he's feeling, I got no way of knowing how he's thinking. And so um, the thing to do when you're trying to find out what's going on with men is you ask them what, what their, how do they think about this, how do they feel about this, What's their thought about this? You're really asking, what's your opinion about X, Y, and Z? And when you ask a man, what's his opinion about something, he will tell you not his opinion because men don't actually have opinions. They don't know that they don't have opinions. They're answering what they think is an opinion, which is, this is how I would do this thing. When you ask a man his opinion, what he's really going to tell you is his way of doing things his thinking about it, his commitments, you know, his actions. He's telling you who he is rather than how he feels when you ask a man what's his opinion about stuff. Now, the best way to handle that part is to ask him something that is, like, impersonal. So, you know, if you ask him a question like, what do you, how do you, what's your opinion about cheating and cheaters? That doesn't put him on the spot that has him tell you what he really thinks about cheaters and how he would interact with cheaters. He tells you his principles around cheating. Mm-hmm. If you talk about, you know, uh, long-term relationships, what's his opinion? What's his, what does he see about, you know, what's his opinion about having being in a long-term relationship? You know, what do you think about being in a long-term relationship? He might get scared. 
because he's thinking that you're trying to get him into a long-term relationship. But if you say, um, what do you think about long-term relationships without including you in it, he may actually tell you about it if he feels safe with you. That's a tricky one, but you could get it, um, you know, that way. Or you can ask other men and then listen to him and see how he – watch him to see which one of those opinions you've got from other men are similar to his around relationships. Mm-hmm. So, so the trick is to learn how to ask men questions so they don't feel like they get on, they're put on the spot so you can get them to tell you the truth about who they really are because they don't know that's what they're telling you. See what I because, mean? Because then they're coming from, them, they come in from themselves. Yeah, they're just telling you what they think, not how they feel. They're telling you what they would do. That's what they're telling you. Mm. Men, there will be sometimes when you ask a man what's his opinion about something, he'll say, I don't have an opinion about it because I don't know enough to have an opinion. Mm. That means that he's telling you what he thinks and what he would do if he was in that situation. He's telling you who he is. So between um, asking him what's his opinion about this, what does he think about this, how does he feel about this, you know, uh, between asking him that and knowing that if he's not happy and he's not angry, he's probably holding in his emotions. You don't have to worry about him holding in his emotions if you understand the principles he's living his life by. Matter of fact, if you understand the principles that that man is living his life by, he probably won't be hiding behind his poker face that as much as he normally would with anybody else because you're safe to be with. So if you remember when I talked about um, the six things that men want from women, yeah. um, that is that is uh, sex, um, attention, attractiveness, acceptance, like completely accepting him, um, mm. treating him the way he wants to be treated, and, mm. uh, be, and being in an emotionally safe space. That's because he needs to be able to feel safe around you because he's not safe anywhere else in the world when it comes to emotions. Mm. Men are not safe anywhere when it comes to emotions except for in their man cave. Because when he's by himself, nobody, nobody's going to be watching him, so they won't have an opinion, and they won't see it, so they won't be able to bring it back up on him. So a man will cry. A man will punch his desk. A man will, you know, feel sorry for himself. A man will do all of this stuff, but he knows he can't do that around the people in his life, especially the woman in his life, because she will think he's weak. So I'm saying all of this stuff so that you have a better awareness of how to inspect your guy, how to you know learn about him, recognize who he really is for yourself, um, and see if it really makes sense. And I get like you're feeling closer to him, but oh, you oh you get that? Yeah, you're feeling closer uh, to him. You're liking him more and more, you know. Mhm. Yeah, which is you know it's a good thing. You know, you just want to be, see, if you have any doubts 
about him, that's cause for concern. But the question is, what kind of doubts do you have? Do you have valid doubts or do you have... Um, no, you know, I don't have valid doubts. I got it. I I don't. And um, that's why I said what I said in reference to... I was talking to Dorothy. I said, well, if anything, if there's anything going on, I said the truth will come to light. That's yeah. why I said I'm not going to be sitting up here thinking about um, just getting myself, like, in a defensive way with it. I'm dealing with this person and I don't, and because I got to be cautious because of somebody, what somebody told me. Yes. I got you know it. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? No, I, I got it. I got you. I got you. It's good. You letting him tell you letting him tell you whether he you should keep him around or not. I got it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing because um. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, well, that's wise. I recommend it because I would be doing the same thing. I would let, you know, the other, I would let the lady in my life tell me whether or not I should hang out with her, not my opinion and all that other stuff. I would let her opinions and her actions, the quality of her character tell me whether or not she's worthy or I should keep her around. I'll be like, I want you around. No, you got to tell me, show me that you actually want to be around. But not like from doubt or, or from paranoia or from, you know, elitism or, or any other negative emotion. It's more like, I know what I want. I'm not going to make you be anything else. I want you to be a great match for me. But that doesn't mean you are. And so if you're not, it's okay, but I need to be dealing with reality. Right. And so that's how it would be. That's how it is for me, and 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 I'm I'm kind of hearing that that's how it is for you. Um, you know, so when you started clarifying for me your your relationship to doubt, you know, that's that's a good thing because you 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 don't you know it's funny the you know what the funniest thing is people feel like they need to be able to trust things, and and I've learned that there's at least three levels of trust. So let me tell you what they are. This is not a part of the program. I'm just telling this to you because I remember it off the top of my head, okay? So there's three levels of trust. The first level of trust is to trust what people say and make the, and, and, and their, their actions must match what they say. So people break their promises. You can't trust them no more. That's the first level of trust, needing people to keep their promises. The second level of trust is to um, understand people's commitments, their intentions, trusting their intentions even if they mess up because people mess up. You know, people don't keep their word. People get triggered. They get trapped. They get, you know, distracted. They get, um, you know, attracted, whatever, right? So if you understand a person's real intentions, you can accept the fact that they're not going to keep their word 100% of the time because nobody can. That's not how we designed. And um, so that's the second level of trust. 
The third level of trust, believe it or not, is to have no need to trust. Because if you honor your intentions then and let people be how they are, you're letting them tell you whether they're trustworthy or not. Their actions will tell you. You don't have to try to guess. You just keep your eyes open and don't um, resist it, which you're looking at. So, you know, another way it could be saying is like, you know, if you trust God's intentions for your life, then it doesn't matter what anybody else does or doesn't do with you, whether they cooperate with you or not, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, for me, I don't need to trust people. I just need to be able to see how they're being. And then they're going to tell me whether I should waste my time or spend time with them. And that's it right there because that's how I'm looking at it. I got it. Because um, I'm aware now. You understand what I'm saying? So yes, me I do. Me, huh? Yes, I do. So me being aware actually will allow me to see. Yes. So I'm not. I'm not in. I'm not in this blindly. Yes. Because my. Because if he don't. If he don't know, I don't see. Then I don't know what to say, but I know what I see. You understand yes, what I'm saying? I do. Last night he told me. Um, was it last night? No, no, the night before. He said something about. Um, I don't know why he asked me that. Okay, but um, I went to work the polls, right? See, one day. Instead of me coming back here, I went to my cousin's house to spend the night, and I came back Tuesday. Yes. And um, he said, he said you, he said so. He asked me where I was. And I said, oh, well, I was at my cousin's house, and I said, I told him I said I was supposed today. I said that's where I'm just coming from. He said, oh, that's why I didn't see you yesterday. He said mm-hmm. because I was here the whole six days. I said what? I know I didn't see him the whole six days. I mean, I seen him almost every day. I did, but I mean, last week. Well, I didn't see. I didn't actually see him Saturday. So I know Saturday I was busy running in and out of the house. Um, and then he said something to me about um, if I was messing around with him, or messing around with somebody, he said he would know it. And I said, how you would know that? And he said, um, because he said that, this is what he said. He said, because I'm a man of God, that's what he said, and I have senses, like, you know, just by the way a person acts or something like that. So but what he said to me has to do with the same thing and how I'm, how I, how I'm looking at him. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. You understand me? Yep. Yep. So, um, because I believe too that even you know people can know about, there are people who can know about God and are spiritual, but um, are they what are they being spiritually aware of things? You understand? Yep. Or are they not? So when he said that to me. I was going about. I was about to say that too, but he said some. But he, but he also said he said some people know about God and they not spiritually aware. That's what he said. <laughs> say that again. 
He said, some people know about God, but they're not spiritually aware. And that's what, that's exactly what he said to me. Yeah, well, he's right. So um, so based on him saying that, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm supposed well, I'm spiritually aware too, but in a different sense. <laughs> you know what I'm okay. saying? Yep. Oh. Yeah. Um. By the way, by the way, by the way, you do you do realize that um, what you're sharing, what we're talking about today, yeah, that was that was not you were nowhere near there when we first met. Like this is a transformation for you, you know. If you think about it. Could could you have looked at him this way a year ago? I just met the man. Say that again. What you said, would I have looked at him this way a year ago? Yes. Well, you know what? I don't think that I don't think just the course have anything to do with it. What I also think is that um what I've learned, like because I went to Landmark and I went to Momentum, yes. that's something that has helped me to be aware of things, you know? Yes. yes. And, um, actually, you know, I think with Momentum, is, with Momentum, it's like it, I, I experienced, like, I'm not taking no shit. Right. That's what I got from Momentum. Great. Um, cause I, you know, I met somebody else not too long ago in February and, um, right after I did finish the momentum, um, leadership that April, um, I came back and I know that person told me that they wasn't going to be working on the weekend. And so, you know, I was calling them, nothing happened. And, um, so I said, well, you know, let me go over there. So I went over there. Let me tell you. He wouldn't. He, he wouldn't even. Um. He opened the door, but he didn't let me in. And when you mm. didn't do that, that was it. Mm. I, yeah. I. That was it. Because you can't explain shit to me. You can't try to cover shit up. Because mm. if, 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 as far as I'm concerned, if um if there was if 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 I, because you told me he told me something about um. He said the reason why he didn't let me in was because his family was there or whatever. That's bullshit. And um and um something he was dealing with in reference to his mom. I said, Well let me say something. I said, as far as I'm concerned, if I supposed to be somebody that you're dealing with, um, then why wouldn't you let me in? Why wouldn't you introduce me to your family or whoever that is in the house? You know, for you to tell me that I can't come in, he said, well, I don't share everything with everybody. I said, well, what do you mean? I mean, thinking about what the hell you mean you don't share nothing with everybody. If I'm supposed to be somebody you're supposed to be dealing with, then you're supposed to be sharing this shit with me. Mm. And um, I said, give me my shit, and I'm going. That's it. I, I know I'm a person, but this is what this I'm saying. What I experienced. 
Yeah. And um, I have I have not um and and I didn't turn back. Mm. I didn't turn back because um I was disappointed, but I wasn't hurt. You understand me? Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know what has happened to me. Um. But it didn't come from like pain. Mm. And I pushed I pushed his ass too when I left, you know. We, yeah, he was on the phone. He said, Rosetta. He said, Rosetta, I'm never he said, I thought you were a real nice person. You know? He said, I didn't expect that from you. He said, You pushed me and he said, and I was embarrassed and this lady asked me, like, Are you all right? <laughs> and um I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that, that I'm telling you, that I don't even know what to say. But that was that I don't know. That wouldn't have been me, not too mm-hmm. long ago. Um, it yeah. just wouldn't have. And even now, now I'm, mean, I'm, nothing, nothing has even happened to me and Maurice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's been since May. When I mean, I knew him for a little while. I even knew him when I um when I was dealing with the guy. You know, but nothing, mm-hmm. nothing is going on with me and Maurice. And um and like I, I I mentioned him. I said, let me tell you something. I said, just because you got muscles and all that, I said I'm just looking at that. I told him, I said I'm just gonna let the person get inside of there. You know, so I mean, you can have muscles and that's all right, but. That's not what I'm looking at, right? Because um, I also said because <laughs> I could walk away, you know, I could walk away, and I mean it. I mean it. I could walk away. I understand. I um, I called him up. The funny damn thing is, is that. His birthday, the other guy that I, um, his birthday and my birthday was on the same day in the same year. Do you hear me? Yeah. I never know. I ain't never experienced no shit like that before. Mm. So, but I, so I called him. I did call him on his, on his birth on our birthday and say happy birthday. I did do that. But then that was it. You know. Mm. Um. I, you know, I'm just looking at more recent um going along and following what he says. Let me, uh, you know, let me see. I'm not, I'm not going with um with a um. I don't trust you right now, but um, but you already like set me up one time, and you know, so I mean, being that you said that you need to be. Um, he need to step up his game a little bit more in reference to um, um, following through things. He said that, and he and he and he to me, he seemed like he really was apologizing. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, sometimes you just gotta give a person a damn break. 
I mean, yeah. let's see, huh? You yeah. said something? No, I was just saying yes, is it? And um, and with that, I I noticed a change. I noticed a I noticed a, a, a change in him and him. You know, I noticed a little different change in him. You know, like there mm-hmm. was something broken. You understand? You asking me? Yes, I was saying I noticed a change in him, and yes. there was something broken. Like there was a breakthrough somewhere, somewhere. Gotcha. I noticed that, and I told him. I said, "Do you know? Did you notice that you um we we got to a different level?" He said, "Yeah." Great. So I feel too that he could have been like um he probably had. I feel too that he probably got a shield up. You understand? Yes. And the other thing I just told Dorothy not a minute ago, I said, you know what? I mean, I'm hearing this stuff that's going on, you know, it's not a lot. But what I'm being told about him. And I said to myself, you know what? He should be checking me out. Mm. Not so much about somebody telling me to check and be careful. He could be checking me out too. Yeah. You know yeah. So that's another thing that I need to be looking at. Because he, mm-hmm. I mean, when he told me, he went on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, you did? <laughs> you know, but mm-hmm. I was like, but people do that. You know, yeah. people go on your Facebook page because they want to see the kind of person you are. Right. Some stuff to be on your Facebook page can tell the kind of person that you are, you know? Yep. Um. Tonight he told me that, um. He said we was talking about Thanksgiving, and that subject that came up, I don't know, out of the blue. Um, and he said, um, he said normally on Thanksgiving he's working. I said, what? Mm-hmm. He's working. I'm like looking at that, and um. I said, well, what do your family do and stuff? You know, how, do you have things with your family? One, but see, I look at the other thing that he has told me. He told me also told me that he's always been to himself. So, you uh, get ahead. Since he's always been to himself, I, I, I when I first met him and he told me that. I first met him. I met him in the damn building coming up on the elevator. We were talking a little bit. And um, when he said that he always been to himself when he was from a child growing up, I said to myself, I said, that's not good. And even now, you know, we have talked and, um, and I've been telling him, you know, um, I've been telling him I want to get to your heart. <laughs> and what I mean by that, you know, I want to, when I say I want to get to your heart, what I mean is like I'm reading you. I'm, I'm reading you, you know, because um, there's something deeper in there than just 
um, I, I just really feel that there's something deeper in there, and um, that point of always being to yourself, like where the hell does that come from? You understand? Yep. So something has something. Something he he. I think he does. He he said he's always thinking, and um. And I'm telling him, I said, sometimes it's not always good to be always thinking because you're up in your head, you know. And yeah. um, that's stuff you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta let out. I mean, he seemed like he's all right with dealing with people. Yeah. But I don't know how much. And then um, I just look at a lot of little different things, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, because just you, just because you have a job as a police officer, and just because you deal with people, he said he likes dealing with people. Um, but what's, if that's the case, then um, some people could be able to deal with people because this is what they do, this is their life. But what's happening yeah. really inside? You understand me? And mm-hmm. that's where I, that's where I'm always looking at what's happening inside. I got it. I know I talked too much already, but yeah, I was gonna say we uh we gonna spend about a half time. hour. Listen, you <laughs> needed to get that off your chest. You needed to say that stuff. So I was gonna say, you know, now it's time for me to help you figure out how to get get to his heart, wrap him around your finger. That's what we started with last week, and you know we started late, so you got sleepy. But uh, we're gonna try, I'm gonna try to summarize what I talked about last week. You'll remember it. Maybe not completely, but you will remember it. So I'm going to go through it, you know, quickly. I'm going to go through it quickly, and then, um, you know, where we stopped is where I'm going to have to go in a little bit deeper. I'll try to do it as quick as I can, all right? All right. Okay, great. So So in order for you to have a man, like, thrilled to be around you, you're going to have to find ways to leave him feeling thrilled. Because there's so many other ways you could be leaving him feeling that's not that. You know, and so you're going to be present to, you know, how you, the impact your way of being has on, on your man or men in general. So in order to do that, um, you're going to need to know about three things. There's three parts to it. You're going to need to know what you best bring to relationships. In other words, the thing you bring to relationships that leaves men feeling great, that's the thing that they like the most, number one. Number two, you know, number one is you knowing what you do best, what you bring best to relationships. Number two, what men most want from a relationship. And then... The, sex, the third thing is to know how to best use what you bring uh, to make him feel happy about you because you're bringing to him what he wants from you. So it's sort of, it's sort of you, you, you got a question or something? Is that no, clear? I'm I'm okay, good. Great. So um, you know, I use the example of coffee. You can give you can give your man a bag, uh, you know, a, a bag of beans, coffee beans that just came straight from the farm. 
You can give him a couple, a, 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 a container, a can of Maxwell House coffee. You can give him a cup from the uh, food truck sitting down a block from your job, or you can make him coffee, but also do candlelight, you know, have candlelights, you know, uh, uh, whatever kind of scents you like to have, you know, in the house, you know, whether it's, whether it's uh, you know, herbal oils or perfumes or it smells the right kind of scent for you, you know, like you could, you could enhance, you know, and exaggerate the greatness of something or minimize it, you get to say. So um, what, what women mostly bring, what's the thing that women bring this, that, um, that men love, that we can't bring, but we love it that you do, is, excuse me, is sex, emotions, encouragement, support, encouragement, um, beauty, and vision. So now you can have beauty, uh, yourself looking beautiful, your house looking beautiful, your um, bedroom looking beautiful, the food you cook is beautiful. That's what women bring. Y'all bring fancy, fancy, dancy stuff to us, right? So in a world of beauty, you want to learn how to apply beauty to as many different areas of your life as is possible. When it comes to encouragement, you want to encourage him to get up one time. You want to encourage him to be a winner. You want to make it so that he feels like you're always in his corner no matter what. So you want to look at different ways to deliver on your encouragement. You know, emotions. You want to see how you can make him feel better. What are the types of emotions you could generate regularly, and what's it going to take for you to be able to do that? You know, sex. You know, there's like so many different ways you can blow his mind sexually. But you got to find out what will blow his mind in the first place, not I'm really good at this, so you should like it because everybody else does, you know? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how people think, you know? I Even was think like that. Yeah, well, good. But, but people think that way, but not necessarily about sex, but they think that way about everything else. You know? So, um, you know, so, so you want to look at those five things and so let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Um, between sex, emotions, encouragement, beauty, and vision, you know, like to create new stuff. Sex, Which one? Emotion, sex, emotions, encouragement, beauty, and what? Vision. Okay. Vision. Yeah, like the, the ability to see the future and, and, and call it in, you know, in ways that make him excited. Hey, let's do this new thing. So, um, of those five, which are you good at? Really, really good at. Um, really, really good at. Um, wow. Any of them? Yeah, I'm. I'm good at some things. I believe. Yeah. I okay. Like to, so I like to. Okay, I'll give you an example. I have to think about my experiences. That's the only way I can say it from you. Say it to you. Okay. Um, so. Okay. Okay. Keep what, I, what I've been told is that um that I make 
men um, empower them to be want to want to do better. Great. So that's the encouragement part. Awesome. Um, that's actually. I'm gonna tell you. That's actually the most important piece of all. Of it. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Because you're letting him know that he's winning with you. You're empowering him to be successful. Yeah. So that's the most important of the five, even though all of them are important. And um, I was I was told about to say, um, I well, you know what? Let me say something. I got to say something about sex. Most most of the men that I've been in a long term that I've been in relationship with, um, they have always seemed to want to come back. Mm. Gotcha. Um, why do you, Why do you think that is? Well. I have to take think about the long term relationship. So, um, I know one person who has who has told me about how I how how I make them feel. The other men, um, they have not told me, but they just give me little they like um they let me know where where they they wanna meet or whatever or something like that. Um I'll tell you I'll tell you what I'm hearing. What? Like like, you know, as a man, why would I come back to a woman that I left or the relation wasn't working? I'll tell you why. Um, it'll be the first three things. Sex, emotions, encouragement. The sex was really good, man, I want some more. Yeah. Uh, emotions, emotions, you're safe. Or at least you're safe most of the time. Fun to be around, even. And then third, encouragement. Uh, you know, you, if you're encouraging somebody, a man, to to do better, to be better, making him see how good he already is. Hey, man, then most men will come around for that. So it sounds like those three things are what you be doing that has them come back. Mm-hmm. So, with that in mind, I would I would best, I would really uh, focus on the encouragement and the emotionality, but you know the sex is right there too. So um, it's always right. It's, it's already right. It's always right there. Yes, it is. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I don't try to. Um, I don't. Um, how can I say that? I'm not trying to do nothing. I'm doing whatever I do. You right. know. Yeah. Um, it's not about me being, um, I don't even, I don't look at myself being overly confident or, or I can do this or I can do that. I don't look at myself like that. Yeah. Um, I'm just who I am. But, um, something changed. I mean, like, since I, <laughs> I have to say it, I can't say it no more because this is what has happened to me. Um, yeah. lately, like with, 
since I've been waiting since I went to Landmark, you know, um yeah. I'm I'm open like um I've been I've become open now with the sex. Because mm. um, before I was a little like as far as like what I want or um or how to express it or um I was a little shy, but I ain't damn shy no more. Um, right. Like, if it is what it is, either you're going to do it or you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing, but that's, yeah. um, um, that has become a shock. Like, okay, like the guy that I told you that I um, left, he yeah. was one of my birthdays. He said, he looked, he said, he said, um, he said to me, you're not like other women. He said, um, he said, most women, he said, I'm, you know, like you just look at right, look at me right in my eyes. And he said, he said, most women don't do that, you know? And, um, yeah. That's what I was told. So then you take what you see works and you keep getting better at it. Like, you could bring, believe it or not, you can make how you encourage him to be more dramatic, to be more um, beautiful, to be more fancy, to be more elaborate, to be more expansive. You know what I mean? Like, you could, you could, like, there's a saying, it, I, I heard this, like, a meme on Facebook, a picture on Facebook. It said, you know, if you give... Women will make take anything you give them and make it make it bigger. So if you give them sperm, they will make a baby. If you give them food, they will make a meal. If you give them whatever, they'll do this, right? They say, so you got to be careful because if you give them a hard time, they will bury you under a ton of shit. <laughs> and so, you know, like y'all have this capacity to make things grow, to make things expand, to see something and make it better, make it fancy. Y'all have that capacity. It's a great thing. You know, the world actually really needs it. So um, I'm saying that you want to learn how to do those things at a greater level, at a higher level. And you're totally capable of doing it. How long it takes, I don't know. Feel free to holler at me if you got any questions around it. But you want to look at the things that you are best at Sort of like if you're, you've got the, the the skills to be a basketball player, maybe you shouldn't be on the football field. Now, if you have the skills of a basketball player, maybe you should be working twice as hard to figure it out how to how to beat the other team, how to psych out the other team, whatever. Right? Um. Um. Can can I, can I ask you something? Can you just talk? I know you're trying to make similarities in reference to what you're trying to say to me, but I'm a little confused, so I want you to just talk straight. Okay, great. So you want to look and see how fancy, how elaborate can you make um, uh, how you encourage men be. Like you can say, hey, you, you know, I believe in you. You're doing a good job. Or, you know, you could say, um, you know, create an award or a meal like a dinner where, you know, you want him to see the whole thing. Or 
um, you know, you could you could create a party and, you know, a surprise party. He comes home and everybody's there to encourage him around something he did or acknowledge him for something he did, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, like, it's like how big can you make whatever you're doing for the guy that you're with in the mm-hmm. areas, in the areas of sex, emotions, encouragement, beauty, and vision. And see, okay. here's another thing. Here's another thing. You know, you can use beauty and bring beauty to sex. You can bring emotions to vision, right? Because when you share your vision with somebody and they're emotionally connected, that's what Landmark would call enrolled, right? They would call what? Enrollment. Oh. Right? Because somebody's touched, moved, and inspired by what they heard, right? Mm-hmm. So if you learn how to be a an enroller when it comes to sharing your vision, You'll be bringing that to your relationships and leaving him feeling empowered. It would actually, you combine emotions with vision, you're creating enrollment, and you're, you're getting him to want to do what you want to do because he's so enrolled and inspired emotionally by what you shared. So you can, you can combine these five things, the sex, the emotions, the encouragement, the beauty, and the vision. You could combine them to make them even more of an experience. And again, what I mean by experience is by how you leave him. And hopefully your intention and your ability is to leave him better than you found him. Mm-hmm. Does that I communicate? You, yeah. i give you one more example because you made me think about this other example. Well, not other example, but somebody else who I was in a relationship with um, yes. for about maybe a year and a half. Okay. Um we he, he he once in the blue moon he has still called me up. Now he's in a relationship with somebody and he called me up. Okay. And um he telling me what's going on with them. With okay. um bothers him, you know. And um I, you know, when we when we were just talking before any before anything ever happened with us, it was six months. It took six months, <laughs> and um, mm. and um, but I felt like I was falling in love a little bit, you know. Yeah. But um, but there was still more that I more that I wanted. I mean, I I just this person. I mean, we just met each other. We just talking and stuff. But I knew that there were things that I wanted for myself and um, this person. They were going through what they were going through. So they liked the fact that um, I was encouraging, and then um, they said that I was disencouraging in reference to like. Because all he wanted, he was, he's a DJ. So all he wanted to do is seem like he wanted to DJ. And I'm like, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But what about working on something uh, like the, um, we were talking about the, but there was, he, he, had told, he had told me he had taken the test for the um, court officer, right? At one okay. time. He came up again while we were together. 
And so I was yeah. like, I was encouraging him, well, why not take it now, you know, again? Yeah. Um, but I don't want to take it because I want to be at this place, in like the borough or whatever, because it wasn't the borough that he was in or whatever. And I just couldn't understand that shit, you mm. know? Um, yeah. I just really couldn't. How the hell are you going how you, to, how do you feel like just because they have the test that's going to be built at some place other borough to a damn job? that you didn't want to take it, that that just really bothered me. Because yeah. it's like, then you don't want to work. I mean, you got to, the working that he was doing was often, you know, um, some jobs, you know, and, um, but he was, in one way, he was a little discouraging, you know, because my thing is, if you want a job, you try to get whatever fucking kind of, excuse me, I have to curse right now. You would try to get whatever kind of fucking job you you can get so you can have one, you know, and um, that's how that was. But but he would he would he would call me and he would talk about how we were in reference to sex with concern and how he how how I um when we went to his, his father passed away his stepfather passed away and I was going to the funeral and we did the wake and everything. And he had shaved, he had gotten shaved, he was dressed up, he had a suit on and everything. We were standing online, and I took him, and I stood him in front of me, and I said, this is how I'd like you to be, you know. And he said, oh, man, he said, Rosetta, he said, don't do this to me. He just started blushing all over the place. And the lady behind us, she was laughing. And um, it made him feel good. But I didn't, I wasn't looking at, um, if anybody was behind me or who was looking, I was talking to him in reference to how what what um what I felt in reference to him standing there with me and how he good he looked at me, and that's what I was talking talking to him. and um and you know that that's one way of the encouragement because now I'm just um I'm just open. You know, yep. I'm just, I'm just open and being, being authentic. You could say. Yes. Yep. Authentic is adorable, among other things. You know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So that's the way of being vulnerable. You know, like. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say it. I'm gonna summarize this section so I go to the next piece. Um. Yeah, yeah, you want to really learn how do you take those things and really blow it up and then apply it to what he wants. And that's the game that you're playing. You could do that. You could just do that one thing, and you could do that one thing a million different ways. And it looked like you keep, you're doing a million different things, but you, you're using, a, you know, the same fundamental way of doing things, and mm-hmm. you, just keep, you just keep finding new ways to express it, you know? Um. So, so yeah, you want to look at those five things and see how could you deliver that to your man in a way that will blow his mind, open his heart, or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we went over this pretty clearly. I mean, I went into some detail last time. I'm not going to do that. It's no, no necessary because you had me explain it in a, in a way that was like kind of like English. But I will right. say, but I will say it again. Uh, summarize that this is what you want. You want to know 
what you bring, what you best bring. You want to know what he most wants. And then you want to uh, deliver what you bring the best way you possibly can. That in, the, in the way that leaves him the most success, most emotionally um, and, and, uh, yeah, and, and the mostly impacted in a positive way. Yeah. You want to leave him but better than yeah. you want to leave him but better than you found him. Yeah, sorry. Uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I said that might get to their heart. Right. Yeah, and blow their mind wherever possible. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm gonna leave it at that right this minute. Um, yeah. All right, so next. Next session we're going to be doing here is um, there are, I call it, um, what do I call it? The Ten Commandments of Relationships. Um, I have that. I'm going to run through that real quick. But I also have the rules, that the relationship rules for women. So there's some rules that you can't break. If you break them, it's going to damage your relationship. You just can't. So I'm going to tell you what they are. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to read them. I'm going to go and describe them to you until and, and tell you what they are. And uh, some of them you already know. No problem. But, the Ten uh, Commandments, right? No. Well, the Ten Commandments come in second, coming next. But this is going to be the relationship. The relationship rules. This is your. You, oh, you can't break these. Uh, the relationship rules, I mean, the, uh, the Ten Commandments comes after this. So there's six rules that you can't break when you're in a relationship with a guy. You ready? Yeah. So the first thing is you got to stay on his team. What that means is you can't bail on him when he makes you mad or you ain't happy. A lot of times women, like, they will take themselves away from the relationship until he does something to make them feel better. You can't do that because the guy will eventually take his ball and go home. That's what we used to say when we was in the park. Okay. Um, you can't keep trying to decide whether you want to be with this guy or not. You got to be fully committed. If you decide you're going to commit, you got to be fully committed. Okay. I'll tell you what I mean by that. My second wife we're good friends now, but at the time, I wanted to shoot her, beat her up, burn her down, and throw her off a roof. I was so pissed off at her. Anyhow, uh, and she knows this. We talked about it, right? Um, but anyhow, we had a, 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 we was talking in the dining room. I was sitting down. She was walking around doing something. And then she said, um, you know, I'm still trying to decide if I want to be in this, in this relationship or not. I was like, What? The time for you to say that was before, just before you said I do. That ain't, that ain't time now, so let me tell you something. I, we talked for like another 10 minutes, or I did most of the talking. I was so pissed. I said, listen, let me tell you something. You got 24 hours to decide, or else I'm going to decide for you. Ended up, I left the house. That's the first time I went out the house and spent the night somewhere. I don't even know where it was. I was so pissed. I couldn't stand myself. Anyway, I came back. I ended up staying another three months, but, man, I didn't like in her mind, she wasn't married, even though we was married. I mean, she wouldn't say she wasn't thinking about she wasn't thinking about it from the standpoint of I, I'm not married. She was thinking about should I get out of this marriage or not. That's not what you say when you get to the front of the, of the church, and it says, you know, do you choose this this person to be your 
you know, spouse, you know, because sickness and health, rich and poor, better or worse, good or bad, right? And, you know, so death do your part. You say, I do. You really, that's a promise. But a lot of times women get in a relationship more than men, really. And they're like, I don't know if I want to be here. But it's not, I don't know if I want to be here. I don't want to know if I want to support you. It's like they take themselves away. So you can't do that. Does that communicate? Uh Uh-huh. Good. I think you already know how to be loyal anyhow. It's kind of like loyalty, but not exactly. It's teamwork. It's, it's, I'm not giving up on you. It's, it's, it's like love above and beyond circumstances. It's actually um, unconditional acceptance. So even when you're pissed off, you can't, you know, you still going to take care of him in the relationship. So that's number one. Stay on his team. Don't be quitting, bailing, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's clear, right? Yeah. Great. Next. The next one is clear as well for you. I know it's already clear. The next one is never use sex as a weapon. Do I need to say anything else about that for you? I don't do that. Excuse me? I said I don't do, you, I don't do that. Yeah, I, I didn't think I needed to say nothing else besides, besides that. Don't use sex as a weapon. Forget that. All right, next. You got to manage your feelings. What I mean by that is you um, you have to be a safe space. You can be pissed off, you can be hurt, you can be disappointed, but you can't take it out on him. An interesting thing happens with women. If a, if a woman's upset but her man is not upset, she gets mad at him because he's not feeling the way she feels or something like that. And so she's like, what are you, upset? What are you happy about? Well, I'm happy about what I was happy about. You don't have permission to be happy because I'm upset. And then she keep bothering him until he gets upset. And that's why they say, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Yeah. Yeah, because nobody's allowed to be happy if she's not happy. You can't do that in your relationship. Don't do that. You must manage your feelings because feelings are terrific servants but terrible masters. Is that clear? Feelings are... Terrific servants. They will serve you terrifically. But they are terrible masters. You let your emotions run you, you're going to destroy your life. Okay. Feelings are terrific servants, but terrible masters. Mm-hmm. Terrific servants, terrible masters. That's what they are. Great. So you got to manage your feelings. You can feel whatever you feel. You just can't take it out on him. That doesn't work. Next. Mm-hmm. Next. Don't make them long. You know, you did a lot of landmarks, so, you know, you know the, the impact of make long. You can't make your man wrong because when you do that, you're no longer having loving him on it unconditionally. You're no longer a safe space. You just you just don't want to be making them wrong. Don't make people wrong make a difference. If you see them not doing something that works or not doing something the way you would want it or the way you would do it, teach them how. Don't get mad at them. Mm-hmm. Don't make men wrong because you're just burying a hole in your relationship. 
Is that clear? Yeah, there's things that they don't know they need to understand. Yeah, right. So help them understand rather than make it wrong. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Mm hmm Great. Next. There's only two more here. Next. Bring always bring your A game. In other words, always give your best. Always try your best. Um, did you ever read this book called the, the the Four Agreements? Yeah, I read the whole book. Yeah. So remember, it says always do your best. Yeah, that's yeah. what's in. Yeah, always do your best. When I say always bring your A game. Same difference. So always bring your best to your relationship. Especially always bring your best to him because otherwise he's going to think that you're not all the way invested in the relationship. And you'll be training him to be the same way around you. So you don't want to do that. Make sense? Mm-hmm. All right, great. Then the last one is to leave him alone. So <laughs> that's a toughie because there are times when men need to be left alone. Be okay with that when he needs to be left alone. It's not personal. Men need to be left alone because men are like dogs. A couple of times a day, dog got to go outside. Got to go. Dog will bother you until you let him go outside. And then he'll come back inside and be happy, right? Mm-hmm. So there's this uh, rap song, um, Rough Riders, by DMX. You remember that song? But she was saying, leave a, lo- leave a dog a bone or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know, yeah. He says, give a dog a bone, rough. Leave a dog alone, rough. Let a dog roam and he'll find his way home. Stop, drop, shut him down, open up shop, right? <laughs> right? Give a dog a bone, leave a dog alone. Let a dog roam and he'll find his way home. That's, the, that's what this means. Then don't have the same need and desire for connection that women do. And if we did, we'd do it in different ways, different areas. So there's some times when a guy feels like he got to go out in this world because women are generally not as a rule, but generally speaking, y'all are more homeward focused where we are more street focused. Mm-hmm. You know, we are more out in the street. Y'all are more at home. Mm-hmm. You know, you just feel natural this way. That's not, that's not to say that you can't be completely out in the street. Oprah is an outside kind of chick. You know what I mean? But generally speaking, women feel, you know, really comfortable being home and men feel really comfortable being out in the street and then come home as a break or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got you to gotta leave him alone. Let him, let him um, experience himself by himself. Because when you let him, leave him alone, eventually he'll be saying, damn, I'm by myself. I miss my woman. I should go over there. And so when you leave a man alone, you give him the gift of missing you. When a man misses his woman, he wants to do everything he can to get back to her. You got to leave him alone because when you leave him alone, what will happen is at some point he'll be like, hey, she's not here with me. I'm not with her. And he'll start missing you. That's a gift. So when a man is doing something, but you you don't want him to leave you, what you do is you go find something else until he comes back. Because he's coming back. 
unless you're not emotionally safe. Other than that, he's coming back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does, does this communicate? Um. It's not easy. Huh? I say it's not easy, but it's doable. Yeah, I, I, it communicates. Because I was thinking about, like, what has happened with me for the past couple of days. Like, I, like okay, I'm knowing Marie, right? And um, so I'm coming home. And every day when I'm coming home, I'm expecting to see him. Yeah. Oh, what um, he got to do his job too. You know? um, yes. And so yesterday, I sent him a text, and I called a couple of times before he called me back, and he said something to me. He said, "Wait till I wait till I um wait till I respond to you." <laughs> he said something, and um. And um, I said, do you want me to come down? He said, no. He said, that's all right. And so I just left it alone. And I, after a while I got like I was going to pull back down there. And I just like, you know, um, I I was feeling like, um, I just wanted to communicate. Yeah. But the communication wasn't there. And um, so I said to myself, Rosetta, Rosetta, I'm thinking all about my emotions, and my emotions are the things that's like getting me to start thinking negative. And I said, so how are you going to deal with this, you know? And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to just ask him today when I see him. I said, I'm going to make it my business to see him. And I'm just going to ask him, like, what happened yesterday? Why was all these um, security guards out there and stuff? Because that's what had happened yesterday. And I was trying to get his attention through the phone. I was upstairs and he was downstairs. So just to get talking, but it never occurred. And then he told me tonight. And um, and so then, you know, I want, we talked a little bit more and then I went upstairs and that was it. And um, he said, um. He told me to call him later. So I just felt, I felt better because I didn't do what I felt. And I did what, um, like, I'm thinking, think positive. I keep telling myself, think positive for better, you know, because me thinking positive instead of thinking about my emotions, um, and how I'm dealing with it makes made things turn out a whole lot different than just say, oh, what's the matter? Why you didn't call? Why didn't you answer? I mean, you know, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about, um, oh, you, <laughs> I kept calling. You didn't want to be bothered on the phone or something? That would have been negative, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah. I didn't want to say that. Because now I'm starting trouble, you know? Yeah. Left that alone. And so it's, I'm realizing that I have to always be thinking. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Huh? I said, yeah, you will always have to be thinking. You always have to be thinking. Yeah. All right. So um, 
That's going to be it for tonight. Uh, I'm going to do the Ten Commandments on our last, next call, which hopefully will be our last, at least for this program. I mean, not like we won't stop talking. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is the next one. Good. That's good because I never had a chance to really go through go through this, you know. Yeah. And, um, every time I made an attempt, then something else occurred, and I said, all right, you know. But being that you said that, that's a good thing because I get a chance to go through it now. Now, now that I, I don't have to sit here and um, to have an appointment with you, <laughs> I can yeah. have my appointment with myself. Yep. 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 So very cool. Very cool. So uh, next Thursday, hopefully, it'll be our last one, at least for this for now. And then, if you want to do the next thing, because there is a couple of next things, I'll tell you about them. Um, if you wanted to keep going, you know what I mean. Um, but this program will be done next week. So. Oh. Um, oh, you said this, and well, tell me the other thing. Well, I have another program. The next next program is called uh, Happily Ever After. It's only six sessions. It's shorter. Oh, but that one. Huh? I say, oh, you know that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the that's the that's the really for you. That'd be the only other one I would recommend. You know, if if he's gonna do anything, mm-hmm. um, because uh, you know it's like when you do that one, there's nothing else to talk about. That's like the, the, the exclamation point at the end of the book. There's nothing else to talk about after that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyhow, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. All right. All right. Um, so, uh, go ahead. Any, any last things you want to say before we uh, wrap this up? Because I'm uh, about I was to just thinking. I was just thinking about myself in reference to this man. That's all. Now we supposed to be going out Saturday. Um. One thing he told to me, told me tonight. He said, he said I want to be. Now he's fifty six years old. He said I don't want to be um, always bringing up a different woman up in front of his mom, right? And yeah. but he did. He did mention that he wanted me to meet his mom. And mm-hmm. then um, he also said um, he said he told me he said my mother's a pastor. Mm. And I'm like. That just, you know, it just came to my mind, and I'm thinking, and then listen to this. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. What he he said, he's been going to church for 20 years. That's what he said. Or, you know, and, um, but, I mean, either those, a person could be going to church for 20 years, and I'm not saying that he's a man of God, but I know there's something in him. But then the other thing is, um, I mean, can you be a play? You could be a damn player too, I guess. You could be whatever it is you you are. I guess that's the thing. That's the thing too. Um, but that's that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at all these little things that I know, and then I'm hearing this other stuff, and I'm wondering, you know. Yeah. But but I myself. I said I can't be sitting up here making myself feel miserable about what somebody told me. Mm. I can't do that because I'm not going to be no good to me. Right. Got it. Okay. I'm going to deal with it from the surface. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, my dear. Talk to you later. Have a good night. You too now. Later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.